Life Audio. The Bible Study Podcast, episode 845. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues a study of the book of Psalms with chapter 108. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We have another Psalm of David today, a shorter Psalm, but first a word from this sponsor. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Psalm 108 is indeed another psalm from David, and it goes like this. My heart, O God, is steadfast. I will sing and make music with all my soul. Awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Save us and help us with your right hand, that those you love may be delivered. God has spoken from his sanctuary. In triumph I will parcel out Shechem, And measure off the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin, on Edom I toss my sandal, over Philistia I shout in triumph. Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, God, who you have rejected us, and no longer go out with our armies? Give us aid against the enemy, for human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory, and he will trample down our enemies. A shorter psalm, uh, only 13 verses long. I would combine this with one of the psalms before or after, but they are both longer psalms, so that didn't make sense to do. And we've seen that I easily lose track of where we are, so I don't want to try skipping over Psalm 109 and going on and combining this with something else. So my heart, O God, is steadfast. I will sing and make music with all my soul. So David is saying he is steadfast. He is faithful to God. He is loyal to God. And he's going to not just sing, but he's going to sing and make music with all his heart, with all his soul. Awake harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. He's up early. He's a morning person, apparently. And he is singing with gusto. You may remember the story of David married the daughter of King Saul. And as he came into the city later on, leading in the procession of bringing the tabernacle into the city, he was dancing 
And apparently in Micah's eye, in his wife's eyes, he was one of those people who should not dance. It did not look very kingly to her. But he was wholeheartedly celebrating the arrival of the tabernacle, the arrival of the Ark of the Covenant into the city of Jerusalem. David liked to do things wholeheartedly. David wears his heart on his sleeve here. He is enthusiastic. And so he is singing with all his soul. Awake, harp and lyre, I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples, for great is your love, higher than the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. So he is praising God, God who is a loving God, who is great love. And he's trying to measure this love. It's how big is the love of God. And it reaches far beyond his reach. It reaches to the heavens. It reaches to the skies. And so he says that God should be praised in the heavens. God should be praised as big as his love is. Let his glory be over all the earth. Let everyone hear of the love of God. Now, we are called to let everyone hear of the love of God. And largely, we're called to do that through actions and to use words if necessary. We are called to show the love of God even more so than we're called to sing about or talk about the love of God, to be the instruments of that love. Save us with your right hand that those you love may be delivered. So we've got some problems here that we need saving from. We've got some issue that David is encountering. Lord has spoken, God has spoken from his sanctuary in triumph, I will. And then he mentions a lot of different places. Shechem, the valley of Succoth, Gilead, Manasseh, Ephraim, Judah, Moab, Edom, and Philistia. And some of those are Israeli places or places of part of Israel. Remember, David rules at the time where Israel and Judah are still one kingdom. And some of those, like Moab, the Moabites are related to the Israelites, but are different. They're descendants from Lot. And Lot was Abraham's nephew. The Edomites are descendants from the brother of Jacob or the brother of Israel, so closely related to the Israelites. And then Philistia would be the land of the Canaanites, the Philistines. And so we've got all of these places here that God is measuring out and saying, Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, that all of these places are God's, that God is over all these places. Moab is my wash basin. On Edom, I toss my sandal. Tossing your sandal doesn't seem like a way of praising somebody. It seems like you're... You're saying you're over them. You're you're in control of them. And over Philistia will shout in triumph. That was a little more obvious. But God is over all of these places. These are his places. But then we start to get to the issue here that David says, who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Is it not you, God? But, and then here's the, the key verse in the whole chapter, you have rejected us. And no longer go out with our armies. And so something has gone wrong. And when God doesn't go out with the armies of God, we learn very quickly in the Old Testament, things don't go well. 
when people go to war that they're not supposed to go to war or people go to war for the wrong reasons or they're, they've been rejecting God and they go out, they meet defeat. And so he says, give us aid against the enemy for human help is worthless. With God, we will gain the victory and he will trample down our enemies. And so as David is looking at all of the people around them, as he's looking at the battles that he needs to fight, it is very important to him that God does go out with them, that they are in good relationship with God, that God is on their side. Now, it's easy for us to think that God is on our side because we are always right, aren't we? We're never wrong. We never make mistakes. We never choose the wrong horse or the wrong the wrong side in an argument. Well, okay, maybe we do, but we really don't want to admit it. And so we always want to think that God is on our side, but David is remembering that he needs God on his side and that the issue there is that he needs to be steadfast, that he needs to be going where God is going because God is not following where David is going David needs to follow where God is going. And the same is true for us. As we look about choosing our sides, as we look about where we're going, let's follow in the direction that God is going. Because human help is worthless. We worship a God whose love is great, who is higher than the heavens. Let's follow that God where he leads. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. I want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on this podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, discuss how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.